Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, 1234 Nemitz. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Um, just had Ken Holland, the general manager of the hockey team, coming up. At uh, 12.35, which is in 28 seconds' time, Mark Spector will join us. Stoffer and Spector, again, brought to you every Tuesday on Oilers Now by the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Century Mile Racetrack has racing uh, live Thursday nights, Saturday, and Sunday days. You can text us, by the way, at 6.30, on our Heartland Ford text line, not your small-town dealership. Heartland Ford. Go see the great Gretzky, Mike Gretzky, out at Heartland Ford. Or Griff Jarvis at Heartland RV, both in Fort Saskatchewan. Again, uh, spec coming on. We'll have Jerry Johansson just after one o'clock, and uh, let's go out to. Uh, he's either driving on the way back for Callahoo or still in the thriving metropolis of Callahoo, Alberta. We welcome back to the show, uh, Mark Spector. Hello, Spec. How are you doing? Pretty good, Bob. Actually, I just pulled over in the thriving metropolis of Onaway to talk to you today. Okay, what's uh, now? What's Onaway up to in terms of? Uh, uh, how many people live in Onaway? A couple thousand? I don't have a clue. It's a good size. I'm going to say Onaway's, I don't know, what's Onaway? Is it 1,500 people or something like Somebody that? Can, I really wouldn't know. If there's I'm any, guessing. If there's anybody from Onaway, if they could text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630, uh, tell us how many people currently are in Onaway. There we but go. But I was in, uh, it was in Callahoo at uh, the Craig Berube thing, and uh, if you go on Wikipedia, it says it's 85 people in Callahoo, but folks who live there say it's closer to a couple hundred. But uh, I will say that there was, oh, my, there must have been 3,000 people there this morning. There was a, a lineup that took you two, two and a half hours to get through to get your picture with a cup. And that lineup started at 8 in the morning and went right till noon. So there was a ton of people in Calhoun to see Bruby and the, and the big mug today, Bobby. And I guess that speaks, you know, one of these years, uh, it's got to be guys bringing that big mug back uh, to Edmonton. Oh, wait. It residing in Edmonton. That would be so much better, wouldn't it be? But it's pretty cool because today, obviously, there uh, is Craig Berube's day. Uh, tomorrow is Colton Pareko's day. I know he's got a hospital visit. I know he's uh, going to be showing out a couple different locations. He's actually out in St. Albert, Mark, tomorrow around 4 o'clock. 
by the way, 2016 census, uh, census uh, for Statistics Canada, Onaway has a population of 1,029. That's a couple years ago, so I don't know. There you have it, Mark. So, Craig Barube, what a story the St. Louis Blues are. An in-season adjustment made with a coaching staff, but a general manager who believed in his team and stuck with the process, and that's part of the reason why the Blues won the Cup. Well, yeah, and you know what? It's like a day like today is, is so special for a little tiny, you know, it's, it's I don't know, is it a village? Uh, Callahoo, you know, a guy like Barubi, like he's vintage Callahoo, right? He came up, who would he have come up with, Bob, in this time? Like he'd have been coming up around guys like Rob Brown. Todd Ewan, uh, uh, Manny yeah, Viveros. Yep. Manny Viveros. Sure. And, John you know, yeah, you know the style Barubi played. Like he had the, he was a fighter, and he, you got to be able to play. You can't just be able to fight. He could play well enough that he got a chance to get in the league, and his, you know, his toughness kept him there. He said today, he said every team I ever tried out for, I had to make the team. Like there's never a job waiting there for a guy who played his role. And you know, you bring a cup back to a little town like Cal. He played over a thousand games, which is in amazing for a guy in his role and you know that cup comes back and there's people in Kalahu like his uncle Emil Barube and his dad Roger and all these old peewee coaches were there and you know they they coach and coach and coach for 40 50 years here and to see that cup come back through with one of their kids that that brings it back like it really means so much to a little Canadian village to you know, all the minor hockey kids look at that thing and they all look at that cup and say, man, maybe one day I could win that thing. So it was really fun today. It's 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 just something in Canada that it it just means a lot, man. It meant a lot to those people there. All right. Mark Spector joining us. Stoffer Inspector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta live racing Thursday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays at Century Mile. Mark, uh... You know, July 1st is over. You're working. There's a lot of guys in the hockey business. That's it. They're flying out of town. They're done. They get the next several weeks off. Uh, your overall assessment on the Oilers Hall, which included Mike Smith and Goal. And I'm including the Secra buyout as part of the Oilers Hall because it, it yeah, you, know, you know, I think you saw Ken Holland maneuvering around, you know, trying to get the most done that he could but without long-lasting ramifications, right? Yeah. I think the, the, the Secra buyout obviously lasts for a few years, and, and that's where you have to say, look, our, our roster is in such need today. You know, if we're going to take a run at the playoffs next year, we need that $3 million bucks freed up. So that was no doubt a tough decision. Um, you know, Mike Smith is on a one-year Marcus Granlin's on a one-year. A guy like Gaetan Haas comes in on an entry level. Let's see what he can do. I don't. I guarantee you, Kenny Holland isn't absolutely sure he knows what this guy can do. Uh, you know, he he didn't make any long-lasting decisions or throw a whole bunch of money at a guy. Yet he scratched a few itches here. There's lots more holes need filling. Everybody knows that. No one more than Ken Holland, but. You know, I thought that he did a good job yesterday of of filling in a few blanks without overcommitting to do so, Bob. Yeah, no, it's and it it wasn't sexy. 
And you know what? We we talked about this, Mark, for weeks and weeks leading in. Like when Nashville was a team, like now Nashville's been in a they, – they've spent a lot of money over the last several years to have really good teams. But as they built up to that place, they were a team that were the masters of um, – and some managers would use the term fishing at the bottom of the pond, but that's often where the bargains are. And Ken was just on today. We know he's not done here. Uh, you know, he gets Kara and Chase on signed to two-year extensions – uh, they bring in Granlund and Yurko up front, uh, as well as go down that San Jose path with a couple Europeans, you know, the Swedish guy, Nygaard, and, and now a Swiss kid in Haas. Um, but they do have flexibility, and it's going to be interesting. So I'm going to ask you point blank here. Do you envision, uh, now that we've seen what's occurred to this point, do you think at some point over the next two months the Edmonton Oilers will trade yes to potentially for a, you know, a, a, a top nine forward that might be able to contribute a bit offensively? Um, how would I say? That, certainly there is the possibility that Foyarvi gets included in said deal. They are no doubt in, I think what this team needs for sure, well, there's two places for me. I, I still don't know who Nugent Hopkins is going to play with on the second line, and I still don't know who your third line center is in Evident Bob. So, and those are both I, fair I, points. You know, and, and I'm not sure that you can afford top quality and in, in, in fill all those roles. The guy, if you find the best third-line center, a guy that you really like, I think he might be a $2.5 million player, and you may be in a position where you can't afford the winger. Maybe you make a trade, you trade some salary out. You know, maybe you can bring in that center and at least one winger for Nugent Hopkins. I mean, he needs some help on that second line, man. This team needs support scoring. He's your second line center. And right now, I mean, you tell me who the second line wingers are on this team. I'm not sure who they are, but that's where Ken Holland's going to be working here. He needs to. It's unfortunate that the second line right winger isn't Jesse Pugliarvi because if he came to camp and played well, there's a job wide open there for him to take. Yes. If I'm his agent, I'm telling him, look at the look at the wingers on this team in Edmonton. If you can play even a bit, there's a ton of ice time there for you. This is the last team, in my opinion, Jesse Pogliarvi should be leaving to go seek greener pastures. I don't think there are greener pastures for a young scoring winger trying to make his way well, to the, the NHL. I, the, the irony is it makes me think that there's some, there's some other kind of issue. And what's happened here, Mark, is since the agent, and you were the guy that put it out through Marcus Leto, since he basically said, yes, he's not going back to Edmonton this year, the whole landscape has shifted for that player in this marketplace. Because a lot of people were very sympathetic to his cause. The Oilers, I, I would, you know, I always use a 75-25 rule, Mark, in terms of it's 75% on the player. I, I'm willing to attribute more of the failure to yesterday to this point on the Oilers. Not 50-50, but say 60-40. Like, again, he, the organization has to accept some responsibility here. But the whole, what I'm noticing on Twitter and via text on their 630-630 is people are kind of looking at Pogliarvi, and, and a lot of people are thinking he's getting bad advice. Like, and, and I wonder whether or not he's, like, let's be honest here. Has he earned the respect of the top-end players in this hockey team? Yeah, no, absolutely not, or he would have been playing with them more. Do you right? think it's possible that he's picked up on that? Oh, that I don't know. That I don't know. You know, maybe, uh, listen, I just don't know. Our The ability to communicate with Jesse isn't great. You know, he's friendly, he likes to chat a little bit, but you can't get 
that yeah. deep with them because it's just not possible. So, you know, yeah, I think it's clear. You don't need to speak the language to know that you had a couple of runs next to Nugent Hopkins, you had a couple of runs next to McDavid, and they didn't last, and they, they weren't trying it for another time. So there's an international language of hockey that says, I didn't make it with those guys, and now we just decide whose fault it is. I'd like to see a young player look at the mirror and say, i got to be a better player to play with those sentiment. 100%. Right? I would rather see a guy that says, I'm going away and I'm coming back, and I'm going to be the player that McDavid is asking to play with. That's who I'd like to see. But that's not what we have right now, and you got to deal with what you got. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you had one guy come in on a six hundred, you know, on a PTO six hundred and fifty thousand dollar deal. He scores twenty two goals playing because you didn't kick the door down on the right side. And then another guy who was relegated to the fourth line for most of the two previous years, he gets a window in the final three months and scores fifteen goals. Like he can't, he can't. Like those guys seize the day. They seize the opportunity. Yeah. And it's it's exasperating. And again, I I had as much patience for Poliarvi as anybody. One thing I would say is you could tell guys didn't want like some people thought. Well, he should automatically be on the first unit power play. It was obvious that there were some issues with where he was on the ice, whether or not you know whether or not his retention of information when they were having discussions spec about whose role, who's supposed to be where. And the other thing is, even when he gets an opportunity to one time the puck. I can recall like three times in the last three years where he's flat out ripped one home. The guy he yeah. played the best with was Ryan Strom, and that was the guy that fed him with one of those goals against Detroit a couple of years ago. So, yeah, there, there you go. Speaking of Ryan Strom, hey, do you think you'd like to have that trade back? Yeah, you'd like to have that trade back, Bob. That's the third line center that they're looking for right now that they don't have. Right, and that's the right shot. That's a three million. And I'm not saying he would have scored 18 goals like he did with the Rangers. But he might score 10. When we come back, Stoffer Inspector brought to you by the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta. We're going to talk a bit about the offer sheet uh, spec. we got Jerry Johansson coming up later on. Carolina used some pretty interesting terminology. We intend to match. The, they didn't say we have. They say we attend. So there's some gamesmanship going on there. And we'll talk about maybe some of the teams... Uh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, we've got to talk about the Maple Leafs in Colorado as well. Uh, Stoffer Inspector again for Horse Racing Alberta. We'll be back in one minute's time. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1249 in Edmonton. Just before I go back to Mark Spector, i got to read this, all right? got to read it. Uh, it comes to us uh, from Nels. He says, Bob, I must say that including Keith Gretzky as interim GM and now Ken Holland as GM, 
Uh, they've been far more open to talking to the media than the previous GM, and I enjoy that. I get not all GMs are going to be accessible due to personality traits, preferences, but in a hockey-mad city, a knowledgeable hockey city like ours, this is a good thing to be accessible. It gives us insight into the thought process of the leadership, and transparency is great. Uh, I get they won't give away the details, but I appreciate what we get. I hope you continue to get Ken on throughout the year and Keith as well, now that he's heading up Bakersfield. It'd be nice to get his thoughts on the prospects. Also appreciate hearing Jay Woodcroft's insight as a coach uh, weekly during the year on the farm team. Liked the no long-term overpayments from Ken Holland yesterday that's bring Mark Spector back in, and I'm sure Mark Spector would concur because he has had unfettered access to Ken Holland here or, and you know like Peter uh, sometimes was hit and miss but was you know I, and he didn't do a lot of media but Holland and Keith Gretzky certainly seem more open is that a fair assessment Mark? Yeah no for sure it's nice to hear that that you know we had a nice talk with uh, Ken after his formal media presentation yesterday and you know he just kind of explains what he's trying to do like it, it wasn't either neither on the record nor off the record it was just a bunch of guys talking hockey and it leaves us all with a better explanation of sort of where his head's at and you know he, he talked a lot about just trying to create competition on his roster so you're bringing in you know a guy like Yurko and a guy like Haas and a guy like Grandin and they're going to make the guys that are already here have to work a little harder for the spot and he can't bring in six million dollar guys we get that so bring in some $1 million guys that make people better. They're not probably all going to make the team. I doubt that Haas and Yurko make the final roster together. Only one of them, you know, if one of them. But he's bringing in good players that he thinks are good players at a good number, and he's not sacrificing the cap down the road. I think that's exactly what this team needs right now. All right, Mark, let's switch focus. We have Jerry Johansson on a 105. Again, Carolina says they intend to match Montreal's offer sheet. We all know the stories about Don Dundon. You know, like he is, and I know Don Waddell's the GM. You were there on the draft floor. You saw Dundon work that room. That was, there was no other owner in the building that day like that. Like he was thoroughly engaged. Who knew he was, uh, you know, I mean, it's quite the story. He must be quite the hockey savant. But uh, the rumors were they weren't wanting to go above six, six and a half. I know Pierre Lebrun today stated that Carolina offered seven and a half times eight years. I never heard that. Uh, we have Jerry Johansson coming up later on, but perhaps that's the case. Even there, uh, hey, the Hurricanes intend to match an offer just short of 8.5 on five. Your thought on Montreal, A, putting the offer sheet together for Ajo, and maybe B, your thoughts on the position Carolina's in right now. Well, I mean, I think you have to play that. You know, for that player's salary to start with an eight, Bob, is not completely out of line by any means. No. He's their best player. He's an excellent player. You're tying up your best guy, and you're building around him, and it costs eight million bucks, eight and a half, to have that player in your team. So I have no problem. I think what the, the offer sheet has done what it's intended to do here. We've, almost, we've seen so few, we've almost forgotten what they're for. But what they're for is it doesn't allow a guy like Tom Dundon to really lowball his guy. If he's going to lowball Sebastian Ajo, someone else is going to get involved and go, hey, I'll pay you more than that. And that's exactly what Mark Bergevin did. So uh, to be honest, it was the system working the way it's supposed to work. 
I think it's just unfamiliar to us all, Bob, because it's been so long since we've seen a serious offer sheet before. Do you know when the last time was that there was an offer sheet that wasn't matched? Yeah, gosh, Edmonton. Edmonton, Dustin Penner. Yeah. And the Oilers gave up a one, a two, and a three to get Penner. And the Oilers got back Colton Tubert, who had previously been in L.A. number one, and a first-round draft pick, which turned out to be Oscar Clefbaum. Oh, there you go. Right. Turned out to be a good trade. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, it's, and, and Penner, by the way, scored 92 goals in less than four seasons in Edmonton. So he wasn't as terrible as many have suggested over the years. Uh yeah, it's interesting. So, I don't, I don't even mind what Carolina did back on Twitter by saying they intend to match, because if they haven't flat out, you know, registered the contract yet, that means he, they're letting Montreal kind of hang on the balance now, because the Canadians are sitting there with a bunch of cap space. Now, I think they're going to go after Kyle Turris in a trade. Uh, many people think they'll sign Jake Gardner as a left shot D. But I, I spec. I got to tell you, I, 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 I love you know. I love the fact that there was an offer sheet. I was stoked that that happened yesterday. Like it just, oh, me, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's fun. It's fun. It gives us, you know, we're in the sports radio business, right? It gives you something to chew on. It. It Montreal's going crazy today talking about this thing. It's, you know, the intention of these offer sheets, Bob. When they were when the CBA, when they came out the first time they in the CBA was. We all thought they'd happen more often, and they used to. You know, Ryan Kessler and Dustin Penner, and there's a bunch of them out there, even for lesser players, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Philly Philly offersheeted Kessler when he was like, geez, I think he was coming out of his ELC with Vancouver, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, but then they've gone away. You know, they I think they faded away because, as Ken Holland said in the last segment, no one's letting their good players go. Right, you know, you're just not doing it, and and the draft, for them to go up even further, you know, Montreal could have got Aho, but they would have had to pay him ten and a half, and they would have had to give up three first round picks. And to be honest, I'm not sure Aho's worth all of that, is he? Well, uh, debatable. Heck of a second round pick by Carolina. Mark, thirty seconds or less. You're, how did the Toronto Maple Leafs get Carol, uh, Colorado to eat half of Tyson Berry's salary? That's yeah, what, I don't. That's the one part of that deal that that has everyone shaking their head today. You know, I think the rest of it, player for player, it all makes a relative sense. Yeah. But somehow, Joe Sackick, I know that the Leafs needed it to happen to make the, for the deal to happen. But yeah, uh, that's how badly Joe Sackick wanted a second round or a second line center in Nazem Kadri, and Kerfoot's a nice player. But he's not not Nazem Kadri is is a heck of. I mean, he's a thirty thirty guy that had a hundred penalty. Like he is a he's hard. A good he's a good player. Colorado's going to be good next year. They got all, they're spending their cap space on good players. I love what Joel Sackick's doing. And give Dubas credit. Dubas has now managed to get rid of Marlowe. I know it cost the first. Got rid of Marlowe. He got rid of Zeit Seven. A trade that I don't mind that trade with Ottawa. I don't know why he Ottawa did that deal either, to be honest. Right. He made this deal with Colorado. We're all saying, why would Colorado do that? And all of a sudden, he's going to be able to keep all his good players that he wants to keep. To me, that's a pretty good bit of GM and Bob. Mark, we'll talk next week. Thanks for your time. All right, man. 
That's uh, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for the Horses. Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays over at Century Mile. Off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation, Sebastian Ajo's agent, when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.